tied into uh, what I was trying to get across this morning. Uh, you know, these stories, many of the stories of the healing and people with disabilities and so forth by Jesus uh, paint a larger picture than sometimes, you know, that just quickly meet our eyes. You know, we need to pray about it. What else is Jesus telling us? What else is, is God showing us? When I was a very young teacher, I, um, they, uh, we used to go to uh, one of the, the professors' um, home and his wife, you know, this is in, you know, in Latin America and uh, Latin America, you know, school will let out around midday and then didn't start back until the afternoon. That was a siesta time. And that's when you had dinner. Uh, and and uh, so you know, at that time when school would break, we went there, we had uh, dinner, uh, you know, what we would call lunch here, but it was, you know, a full meal. But the thing is that I was there once and uh, there was a, one of the teacher's uh, granddaughter. I was there and they were saying that the, 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 the little girl was a toddler or so. And they were talking back and forth, a few of them, how clumsy this young lady, this little girl was. And they was talking about all the issues that they were having with her and trying to get her not to be so clumsy. It always stuck with me. And as I grew older, I, I, I kept saying to myself, you know, that they would come to me every now and then I would, and I would say to myself, what if this child had a disability and the child wasn't just being annoying or whatever it was or disobedient and so forth. In fact, I have written about this uh, you know, uh, when I was growing up, really kids were called bad, and and uh, and in some cases uh, made to go down the wrong path and became, God forbid, criminals. Uh, probably kids that have some challenges, some disabilities, some learning disabilities. I think I'm sure the same thing is happening today. Although society is supposed to understand it and recognize it better than we, than that was done many years ago, and so so I when when when, I, when these stories of disabilities come up and the Jesus uh, healing and so forth, I always try to see you know what else is there that he's telling us, uh, what are these stories telling us? Now, you know, um, some of the things that, uh, of course, are not very pleasant. 
but God and his total wisdom understand these things we really don't but we know that God has a, a remedy and uh, we wait to see the fulfillment of all those promises that he has given us because he says every disease will be healed um, but just on the surface um, in Jesus' time there must have been people with down syndromes and autism and stuff like that and, and uh, the wonderful story that was just told to us uh, by dr gladden yes about that leprosy about the leper you know and i i like oh i like oh dr gladden put it because um you know, he showed the compassion and the understanding of Jesus. We have come to understand so much more. We have some missionary friends uh, in Brazil who we uh, met, and, and I still correspond with them today. And they were in the mission field, wonderful young people. They're a bit older now, and... Um, his wife would come down with leprosy and um, of course we understand leprosy a lot more than we did before thank god they have a thing two wonderful sons yeah i think it's two wonderful sons a wonderful marriage and they're doing wonderful ministry years ago that person would have been ostracized and all kind of thing when i was growing up uh, not too far from from where I lived was a leper colony where people were put uh, cast out, they were ostracized, they were isolated. Of course, by the time I became a young man, they had closed that leper facility, that leper colony they called it, because they discovered antibiotics and stuff like that. And, but even if you think about um, let's say uh, Asperger's autism or something like that. Well, how we as human beings understand it to be disability, even though there's much to suggest that there's a lot more to it than we fully understand. From all indications, uh, Albert Einstein, uh, just about everybody know about this great genius, um, the, the, uh, a lot of things indicate that he, uh, he had autism or Asperger's syndrome. Bill Gates, uh, Elon Musk, and we can go on and go on with many people in the special genius category and, and uh, famous inventors and thinkers. And I wonder if sometimes people don't sit down and reflect, well, you know, these things on the one hand, we consider disabilities, and then on the other, there are ways in which God has introduced into the world um, people with these, uh, with these syndromes, 
that has enriched our lives so greatly. And I'm so happy that, like I said, the prayer and the scripture that was shared to us this afternoon and for our reflected on the standing of God's mercy and understanding. And maybe what even what we think is bad probably is more beneficial to us than we think. And I kind of mentioned briefly in my message this morning about blind Bartimaeus. And I wanted to share a little bit of that, that and I'll share it from the Gospel of Mark, his version, Mark 10, 46. Mark 10, 46. And I'll read to the end of the chapter, which is about verse 52. And I'm purposely reading it from the King James Version. Mark 10, 46. And they came to Jericho, and he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind by Timaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highways side begging and when he heard that it was jesus of nazareth he began to cry out and say jesus thou son of david have mercy on me and many charged him that he should hold his peace but he cried more a great deal thou son of david have mercy on me and jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. I'd like to take out one or two points over here, different aspects might be helpful to us this afternoon. The, uh, the, by the way, uh, the way how this uh, pericope, this section begins, uh, sometimes confuse people because, and that's why I read in the King James, they came to Jericho and went out of Jericho and in one sense, you think that he's entering to a place and then leaving it. And then the, the other sense is, why is it put it that way? Why does it sound like he's, he's leaving a place that he's in? Well, to show you how historically connected the scriptures are and how rich it can be in giving us information uh, in the Old Testament, Jericho 
when it was destroyed by the Israelite, uh, it was stated that God has stated that it would never be rebuilt. And now we know from excavation and archaeology and other things else that that city of Jericho in the Old Testament was never rebuilt. This was a not a place called Jericho, not too far from the original Jericho that Herod the Great had rebuilt. So the old city was never rebuilt, but this new city was where Jesus went into and were at the side of this city, which was at the time prosperous, um, that this uh, son of Timaeus, Bar Timaeus, was begging. So that's setting up with the historical um, information of the story that moved us to something else that I kind of touch upon this morning as this man shouted to Jesus and the crowd sought to keep him quiet. But Jesus stood still. That, that, that always struck me as so dramatic, you know. Yeah, you can picture Jesus uh, stopping suddenly, uh, his sandal probably picking up some dust and being imaginative and just stood there quite dramatically and call out to Bartimaeus. And that's another thing that we have a tendency, and I do to keep saying blind Bartimaeus. It was Bartimaeus who happened to be blind, the son of Timaeus. But because what Jesus uh, did for him is uh, so, so dramatic, that we kind of have a tendency to say blame Bartimaeus, but Bartimaeus, he was, he couldn't see. And, uh, you know, this famous part, what would you have me do for you? And he says, that I might receive my sight. And uh, then Jesus healed him, and he became one of Jesus's disciples apparently because they just followed him in the way mean that he he became a disciple so that, that's a great thing in itself and a great story in itself how Jesus draw us to him lots of times um, uh, dealing with our inadequacies and our disabilities our shortcomings and so forth and so on but Perhaps the central point I wanted to share with you is in verse number 50. After Jesus called for him, verse 50 says, And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And I always like to exegete that portion, that, that, that verse 50. Because that in itself uh, is dramatic. Of this beggar um, sitting by the roadway and lots of times families would put them there. And sometimes they brought income 
or the only income into the family, the families use their disabilities uh, to get income. I'm sure that lots of people are aware of this, but, but that's, but, but beyond that, as I said this morning with this bed, that this was just garment, just that people slept on and sat on, and it's something similar that we can we can conclude that Bartimaeus had. He was just sitting on on on, on, on with, with these uh, old clothes, I imagine, and probably also um, using it as a covering. But he cast in a way his garment. Oh, that's a mouthful. With all that faith, fully expecting to be healed. With all that faith, fully realizing and accepting that you won't need those garments to sit on and beg anymore. As I exegeted this morning, and does it become symbolic and representative? of the misery, the hardship, the handicap, the disability, the blindness that he was leaving behind him as he went and followed Jesus. Does it always struck me? Cast in away the garment before Jesus touched him or spoke to him or I don't need it. I don't need it. What to the world was a disability becomes an example of God giving me other abilities to become one of his disciples. Amen, amen, amen. That's what I want to share with you this afternoon, and I'm looking forward to your input, and uh, just looking forward to some thoughts that you may have. 